0: And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other health care provider. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code S E A N.
1: Those moments that not only comes around every three, four, five generations, we all know it in our bones that our democracy is at risk.
2: You heard the president say this the other night. He has been very clear on this as well. We may not know all the winners of elections for a few days.
1: What was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. Freedom
3: is back in style. Welcome to the revolution.
0: Yeah, we're coming to your city gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song sean hannity the new sean hannity show more behind the scenes information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america an right, hour two sean hannity show toll free it's 800 941 sean if you want to be a part of the program at the bottom of this half hour uh, we will get an update on the on what the hell is going on out in Arizona. We were on the program yesterday with Carrie Lake. She'll join us at the bottom of this half hour. And they had announced we have four hundred twelve thousand votes and some rural votes, but uh, that's about it. Well, they counted a hundred thousand of them. Now today's total votes uncounted are up to six hundred and twenty five thousand. How does that? How does the math go? How how do you magically find these ballots? They're finding out that 384,000 of them have been hand-delivered. That would fit the profile in my mind of a Republican that wants their vote counted badly. Uh, It's insane. We still can't get real accurate numbers out of uh, Nevada, except that anecdotally, it looks like, and according to Adam Laxalt himself, Uh, that it's mathematically impossible for Masto to hang on and uh, and and come back and win that race. So that would be a pickup of the Republicans. Uh, They'll also have, it looks in the end, a majority in the House, albeit smaller than maybe people had predicted. uh, But still, a majority is a majority in the House. And that's it. It, That's what matters. Former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich is with us. How are you, sir? I'm
1: I'm good, but I'm with you. You know, the French and the Brazilians have a national election they count all the votes in one day. Uh, this some of the things that go on and, and are just nuts and uh, there was a report at one point of several boxes of, of ballots in Nevada that showed up uh, this whole thing and because Republicans tend to vote on election day and I think Kerry was getting Kerry Lake was getting I think seventy percent of the election day votes. So if 20% percent of the machines just happened to go out in Maricopa County, That specifically hurts Republicans because they're the people most likely to show up and have to wait a long time in line. And, you know, you look at these things and, and of course, the secretary of state, who is supposed to be responsible for the election, happens to be the Democratic nominee for governor. Uh, A lot of this stuff is crazy. I mean, I think mathematically, to the best of my understanding, Kerry Lake is going to end up winning unless the Democrats magically find a whole bunch of extra ballots. And I think that uh, uh, that Adam Laxalt is going to end up winning, unless they find magically a bunch of ballots. I just talked a few minutes ago with Herschel Walker, who's very positive. Uh, he he won every overtime game in his career, uh, and he looks at this as just overtime. So he's he's raring to go, and he's going to be out there with a very positive campaign, drawing the distinction. And and I think with Governor uh, the scale of of uh, Governor Kemp's victory. Over, that, that that's clearly uh, there's a real possibility we're going to pick that up. So we'll, I, you know, I think we'll end up, by narrow margins, being in control of the House and Senate. But, but, Sean, let me tell you what I find the most, and, and I'm, I'm I'm having to rethink everything because you'll remember, I thought there was going to be a red wave. I, I was very confident. Um, let me tell you, uh, the Cook Report just came out a little while ago, they think there were 6 million more republican votes for the house than democrats now how how can we be up 6 million more votes and only be up a handful of seats and i'm, I'm i find myself having to go back to school and try to rethink everything i thought i knew about american politics because it it makes no sense
0: that and you would, in other words this would have been a by sheer numbers a wave election Um, although
1: the numbers you'd think wow these guys are doing great
0: you know i i all of this now i hope is leading to a crescendo of nationwide voter integrity you know i've been quoting all day i can't beat the quote myself so i might as well repeat marco rubio's words how is it florida was able to count seven and a half million votes in five hours and here we are uh, I'll get the updated numbers from Kerry Lake at the bottom of the half hour, but we expect around 625,000 votes now outstanding. Um, 384,000 of them, I'm told, were hand-delivered the day of, and they can't count that today and give us the results tonight because that also impacts the Senate race of Blake Masters. Uh, that Absolutely. would say to me that if uh, the overwhelming day of voting goes to the Republicans— that Blake Masters has a very good shot of coming back and winning that Senate seat.
1: Well, and you'll notice that most of the uh, analysts are not counting Arizona Senate races decided, because I think they're looking at the same numbers you're looking at. But uh, but I agree. I, you know, I think part of what happened was after the great embarrassment of the hanging chads in Florida in 2000 and the Gore-Bush race, uh, Florida really got its act together and really and they had a series of good governors and the governor's really forced dramatic change on the state. And, of course, Marco Rubio at one point was Speaker of the House in the the Florida legislature. So they really went through a modernization, which I think the machines in places like California uh, and and Nevada, they don't want modernization. They don't want rapid, accurate counting, because then it gets to be too hard to steal.
0: You know, it really, really is stunning to me, that, you know, here it is, all these, you know, it's not complicated. And you're right. They did have the the 2000 debacle, and it was a debacle, dimpled, pimples, hanging, uh, perforated, swinging chads. And and what we went through in that post-election era in 2000 was insane. Um, and, you know, then you can add to that the problems. I believe that it was 2016 or 2018. I forget which. Uh, Ron DeSantis fixed that brought voter integrity and in five hours they counted seven and a half million votes and every vote was counted and nobody questioned the integrity and nobody questioned the outcome i mean that's that should be standard operating procedure for every state that's what's frustrating um with all that said and you and you look at this race overall what message are you taking out of this To, to be honest my
1: first message is i don't know uh this is not the result i expected uh, I don't understand how we can have won 6 million extra votes and only pick up a handful of seats. Uh, I don't, you know, so I'd, I'd have to, uh, I'm, I'm literally in a project we're doing that you know about, the, the American New Majority Project. We're going to spend probably at least a month just tearing apart everything about this campaign uh, because it, uh, we lost some incumbents that I didn't count on losing because uh, last time in 2020, we didn't lose any incumbent House members and of course, in 94, we didn't lose any incumbents. So I want to find out what went wrong with where we, you know, case by case where we did lose an incumbent. And then what happened that we have a whole bunch of races, apparently, where we're within 1,000 or 2,000 votes, but we don't quite get there. Uh, and, and what should we learn from that? Because if we'd picked up all those closed races, which is what I had thought would happen, we'd, we'd have been in great shape. So there, there are a number of things that I think we just we don't understand right now. Uh, and, and I'm not willing to go out on the limb. I'm, I'm happy to tell people, uh, and if they heard me on your shows over the last few months, they will remember. I was wrong. Well, when you're wrong, I think uh, American pragmatism says, look at the facts, go back and rethink it, and then try to figure out, you know, for the next time what, what you should do differently.
0: But, but your analysis brings me to something that I observe as a radio and television host. And especially when you have people that are outside the arena of politics and they enter this arena, um, many times they're just not fully prepared for it. Now, there were some amazing exceptions this year. I know Tudor Dixon did make it over the finish line. She destroyed Gretchen Whitmer in those debates. They absolutely right. pulverized her. Tiffany Smiley emerged as an amazing politician, even though it was her first time. Um, I watched the debate with General Bulldog. Now, Look at this guy's record. He has 10 year, ten tours of duty, two Purple Hearts, five medals of valor, but he wasn't a seasoned politician. When I interview some of the candidates and I listen to them, they just don't have a polished, well-thought-out response for a lot of questions. And, and I'm talking about layup questions. I'm not talking about three-pointers. And I think that there has to be a system whereby media training is given to some of these these newer candidates in particular, uh, because, and even some of the veterans, frankly, they don't communicate particularly well either. So I do think there's a communication issue and an inability to deal with the media issue.
1: Yeah, part part of it is the culture of the Republican Party. Uh, You know, the Democrats are the natural party of Hollywood and trial lawyers, uh, and both of those are places where words matter and performances matter, and the Republicans tend to be the party of managers uh, and almost take pride in being inarticulate, Um, and that's just goofy. I mean, as you know, I spent my whole life trying to train the party and trying to talk about ideas. Now, I will say, by the way, on behalf of Herschel Walker, I don't know, I I know you saw this, but I don't know if our our audience has, but Herschel underwent real training, and... By a plurality, Georgians said he beat Warnock in the, in the one debate they had, uh, came across as more sincere, better prepared, uh, more accurate, and you could see Warnock shrink all during the debate because as a professional preacher, he entered that debate thinking he would demolish Herschel because he's so much more glib and he earns a living out of, out of speaking, and it began to hit him that Herschel was scoring all the points. Uh, and he, that by the way, that, that
0: is a great case in point, because, look, I don't think that that speaking would be his forte. But Herschel Walker, what came across more than anything else on top of his enormous likability quotient that he has, he's just so likable. He learned, comes across, he learned the playbook, the
1: Herschel.
0: Right. And he but it was clear that he also had studied up on the issues, spent time thinking about them and had answers prepared and was ready for everything they threw at him. And I thought he did a really good job with it. I didn't think General Balduck did particularly bad, but he's certainly going up against a seasoned pol- uh, uh, polished politician like Maggie Hassan. It was just a yeah. little bit of a different environment.
1: Well, look, in, in the case of both Baldock and, and Oz, Remember, also, they both had huge amounts of money spent in the primary, weakening them. Uh, I think in Oz's case, it was $40 million spent by his Republican opponent attacking him. And in the case of Baldick, uh, for reasons I've never understood, McConnell actually went in and spent $4 million trying to beat him in the primary. Uh, and, and so both of those guys had to climb out of holes uh, that their own party had had dug.
0: All right, quick break, we'll come right back. We'll continue. Eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number, more with New Kingrich and then Carrie Lake at the bottom of the hour. All right, we continue with former Speaker of the House, New Kingrich is with us. Well in the case of Oz, my analysis is this. I had not known I had never heard of Doug Mastrano and I met him and you were with him um, when we did the town hall in Pennsylvania. A very right. nice guy. I think he would have done a good job as governor. Put that aside now for a minute. But he was running on a platform that had no exceptions on abortion. Abortion, for Democrats at least, when you look at the exit polls, was a big issue for them, bigger than I thought it was going to be. And his answer was no exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life. And I just don't think politically, I'm talking politically, that that is a viable position in Pennsylvania. He lost by 13. Oz lost by 2. That means that Oz had a double-digit crossover um split ticket voting take place which never happens that is almost that's an impossible number to achieve in my mind
1: yeah i think that's right listen i lived through that one time because uh, the second time i ran we had gerald ford as the incumbent president against jimmy carter of georgia and i got twice as many votes in my home county as ford did and i still lost with 48.3 percent. so i mean there, there are there are times when you know, you just can't climb past a certain point.
0: Yeah, well, and I think Oz hit his max. Um, and with that said, the people but, of Pennsylvania are stuck with this yeah. this radical, you know, uh, but, but, but trust fund I mean, brat in a hoodie.
1: Two, I think there were two really big things that did happen that, that should make Republicans uh, spend a lot of time thinking about how it all occurs. One, of course, is this extraordinary scale of DeSantis' victory uh, and the degree to which he and Marco Rubio... You know, they both carried Miami Dade, uh, which had never been done before by a team like that. Jeb Bush carried it one time. But that's a county that I think Hillary carried by 29 points. Uh, And DeSantis carried a majority of Latinos. Uh, I mean, Florida is a state which is literally uh, shifted now into a Republican base. Uh, And then the other thing. Mr. Speaker,
0: by the way, they got 850 people moving there a day. Here's one of the problems, though. They're moving from New York, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Illinois, and Indiana. Uh, guess what? That makes those states harder to win for Republicans because the people moving Absolutely. tend to be more conservative. That's a problem.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's right. And But the, the other thing I was going to say is uh, that the margin is going to be much narrower than I thought it would be, much narrower than I'd like it to be. But the fact is, on January 3rd, Nancy Pelosi is going to hand the gavel to Kevin McCarthy, and Kevin is going to the, the transfer of power from a left-wing Democrat to a conservative Republican is going to be gigantic, and is something which I think uh, really people under are they're underestimating how big a difference. And a friend of mine, Calista, said at the late election night we were down with Kevin watching the returns, and she turned to me having. Served as the, the chief clerk in the agriculture committee, she said, "You know, a majority is a majority." And then Kevin's lawyer, a great young person named MacLachar, uh, said, "You know, they don't make big gavels and medium gavels and small gavels.
0: Yep. They make one, one size." Gavel. You know, and it's that funny. one gavel there's a, there's
1: transfers power.
0: There's a saying in tennis, you know, "Win is a win." And there's another saying that says. Uh, winning ugly you don't have your a game you win with your c game you figure it out uh mr speaker great to have you uh appreciate you being with us we continue to watch the ballots come in and we'll let you know uh the results as we get them uh eight hundred-nine four one sean our number uh carrie lake will update us on this disaster that is arizona vote county uh when we come back more
4: than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time
6: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality podcast. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Holding, Holding them accountable. Podcast. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. Toll free. It is 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we've been watching, witnessing and and have been extraordinarily frustrated by what has been going on out in the great state of Arizona. It is so. So yesterday we have this Maricopa official come out there and say we have four hundred and twelve thousand votes remaining. It ends up by the end of the day, the number is somewhere around six hundred thousand plus. Um, anyway, it's very hard to keep up with this. It is beyond frustrating. It is unfair to the people of Arizona. It's unfair to the rest of the country. And we're not expecting results, in their words, for days and days and days. Marco Rubio tweets out, how is it we can count seven and a half million votes in five hours and they can't count the votes in days and days and days? I don't know what the vote tally will finally be, but a couple of million, certainly not 7.5 million votes. It is, it, it is a disgrace and an embarrassment, and all it does is, is breed uh, distrust, uh, a lack of belief in integrity, and no confidence sometimes in election results. Forty-seven states did this, you know, and then we're back to the two states that are always there. It's unreal. Carrie Lake is with us, a Republican gubernatorial candidate. The last I saw were you were right neck and neck, uh, but I don't know where we are at this exact moment.
5: <laughs> well, I, I got some good new numbers this morning, and it looks like there are more than, I would say about 625,000 votes to be counted, um, and a good majority of them, 384,000, were the mail-in ballots that people brought to the polls on Election Day. These are people who generally didn't trust the drop boxes or the mailbox and they wanted to carry it in and look eye to eye and hand it over. Those are going to go our way in a big, big way. And so the votes that have been counted, you know, we're we're pretty much neck and neck and this is going to pull us over way over. We think we're going to win on the conservative side, 60% of those votes, maybe more than 80%. The issue though, and you just said it is why are we waiting so long? Why do we have this system in place? And I'll tell you why, because in 2020 when we had issues, You couldn't talk about it. You were shamed if you said, wait a minute, let's fix this. This is ridiculous. And so we had the same problems in the primary, August 2nd. Now we're having them again. We have to stop. We have to okay people to speak about what's wrong with our election systems so we can repair what's wrong and fix it going forward. And we will do that, Sean. I'm going to win. I have 100% faith and confidence that I will win. And one of our top things to do starting the first day in office is going to be restore faith, honesty, and transparency in our elections in Arizona. I'm tired of being the laughing stock over our elections.
0: Well, it's not the people of Arizona. Let's be very clear. Katie Hobbs, your opponent in this gubernatorial race, is the Secretary of State, and she's in charge of all this. It's a disgrace she didn't recuse herself, as recommended by prior Secretaries of State. Now, I want everybody to really understand this, Carrie. This is important is yesterday you come on this program after Maricopa County officials say we have 412,000 votes. Then we're back up to last night. They counted 100 and what, 25,000 of them. And you're saying that as of today, we now have 625,000 votes that we what? They just magically appeared. I mean, how, well, how, how do we keep e- adding hundreds of thousands of votes to the to the vote count of not counted?
5: These are all votes that are going to need extra attention because we have so many mail-in ballots up there. These are the mail-in ballots that were dropped off on Election Day. Like I said, there's 300 and roughly 85,000 of those. And we have the drawer three, as they're calling it. Remember, more than a third of our polling places had problems with the electronic tabulators. So people in some of those places were told, just cast your ballot and set it in this drawer three. We'll take it down to the county and we'll count it. So we've got those ballots as well. Then we have just early ballots that were mailed in. So they need a lot of extra TLC. You've got to double check the signature, open it up put it through the machine. And then we have provisional ballots. So we've got a lot of, because of the way our election systems are run, it drags things out. This isn't rocket science. We need to get back to a simpler way of doing it the way we used to do it, where we had election day, not election month. And when you have election month, you have a lot of problems that arise in a month's time.
0: And right, I want to make sure that I really understand the math here. And by the way, thank you for being very patient and and helping this audience understand it. I think at the end of the day, it is creating great anger uh, amongst the people in this country, all the 47 states. They have a right to know that their states did their job. They they got election results out, and, and people are very invested in this. We still have a Senate race, which I want to ask you about in a second. So as of right now today... We have 625,000 uncounted votes in Arizona. 384,000 were hand-delivered on Election Day. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Let's start there.
5: That's correct. Now, that's out of 13 out of 15 counties. So there's two counties missing, and I'm hearing word that Navajo County has 5,000. To add to that would be the mail-ins that they dropped off. I'm still trying to verify that. So roughly, I'm just, these are rough. 625,000 need to be counted. 384, 384, 384,000 are those. Somebody took their mail in and handed it to the person at the polling place on election day. 17,000 were in drawer three, which means the machines weren't working, and they just had to put it there in a box to be counted later. We have 187,000 early ballots left to be counted, 16,000 provisional ballots, and then we have Election Day mail. The ballots that showed up on Election Day in the mail, we have 16,000. It's a mess. Whatever, anyway you anyway But the it, grand total,
0: we believe now, is 625,000. However, there are two or three counties that have not reported what they have. Um, is, is that right. where we are? I'm trying yeah, to get the total vote here, and I'll tell you why this is important because i have no doubt you're going to be the next governor of arizona none whatsoever mathematically uh, it, it fits the profile of a republican distrustful voter in arizona that's had it and they so wanted their vote counted that they decided to walk it in on election day themselves rather than risk mailing it and it not being counted that 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 right. would fit the profile um 384,000 of those that you know when we start getting into these numbers and then now i'm now uh, it, i you're you're right at you're you're almost tied you're statistically tied right now so this certainly this math will favor you dramatically yeah. uh, I would also imagine that it would favor Blake Masters who the last I checked was down about a hundred thousand votes now with this amount if he were to win 60, 65 percent, you think it's even going to be higher uh, of of the outstanding votes? He could he could be elected senator.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. his. I haven't been analyzing his numbers as much. But our team believes of those, you know, three hundred and eighty four thousand, we could on a low side, low scale, we could get 60 percent. We could get more than 80 percent of those. So it just depends how many of those votes we get. We are going to get the majority of those. We don't need that many to win, and we will win. The question is, if it's much higher, above 80%, I think Blake easily wins as well.
0: That would be, is 80% of any vote count is going to be hard to get, isn't it? Or am I I misreading this?
5: Yeah. I mean, if these truly are people who are so fed up that they are walking their ballot in on Election Day to a polling place, you know, we we did see some of these counties that we had over 80% of the vote. It, when when the when the uh, numbers were dropping, I think that would be on the very high side, but I think it's po- I mean, we think that's possible. We're aiming for something higher, but if we even get sixty percent or even a little over fifty percent, we're fine.
0: Wow! I mean, I I, 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 I get, I'm never I'm speechless. This this is rendering <laughs> me speechless. I've been broadcasting since 1987, before you were born, and I am telling you this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, are you going to come on the program tomorrow and tell us that we've doubled the 625,000 and we now have you know over a million votes that need to be counted? I hope or, not. Or,
5: I mean, you know, I'm just as uh, baffled and upset as you because, you know, I'm the candidate. We worked 525 you're, you're, days campaigning, and we right. want results. And I want results for the people of Arizona, and so we're. I think we're coming on maybe tonight your show. I'm not what? sure. I will have to look at my schedule. No, you are, you are. You are on the show, us, and they will. They will give us a nice big drop of, of ballots tonight. But we need to. We. I think we can all agree, Sean. This system isn't working this way. It's not smart. It's not fair to Arizona. It's not fair to the rest of the country. And we can fix it. And I am vowing that we will get to work on day one, starting to fix this problem and do so quickly so that we have no more elections where the whole world is watching Arizona going, what the heck's wrong with them?
0: You know, it started out as a joke. um, And when you came on with us on Tuesday, it is now Thursday. When you came on Tuesday and you had to leave your voting precinct and vote in another voting precinct, because 20%, we were told at the time, of the tabulators. Now, were there any voters disenfranchised in this process? I know there's a lawsuit. that there had to
5: be. There there had to be. I mean, right away, the very start of it, 70 of our 200 polling places had issues where the tabulators weren't working. People were walking out of line saying, I don't have time for this. I've got to get my... You know, get myself to work or I got to get my kids to school or I'm going to go try to find another place to vote. That's why we decided we noticed it was happening in a lot of the conservative areas. That's what we were noticing while the lines and issues were. So we went to the Gosh. most liberal part of town and we voted and we had no problems at all. Quick
0: break. We'll come back. Final moments with uh, Carrie Lake. She'll join us on, on Hannity tonight at nine. You cannot make this up. The, the, the all of a sudden, the additional votes magically appearing two days after after election day and we have more votes a third more votes that remain to be counted than we had yesterday when we reported on on the show my preference i want to be very clear would be same day voting national holiday uh you can have absentee votes if you're sick elderly infirmed or you're going to be out of town or out of state you won't be able to vote that day otherwise everybody votes same day and you have partisan observers watching the voting and watching the counting, and you give the results at the end of the night. If it's close, count them again. Really close, count them again after that. All right, Carrie Lake is updating us on the new, newly discovered uh, votes out in the great state of Arizona that they've had today. I know you've been taking a lot of time to keep this audience informed. We're on 700 stations around the country now, and people, I am telling you, the feedback, the anger is palpable Uh we appreciate you updating us. Thank you for uh you know staying on top of it. I'm sorry that this is going on for the people of Arizona and I know you're gonna fix it as governor and I hope Blake Masters wins that seat as well. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Sean. We'll get an update on Hannity, nine Eastern on Fox. It's unreal. I can't I cannot believe it. I woke up to a call Linda this morning about Nevada. Oh, they found votes. I said, What do you mean they found votes? What what does that mean you found votes? How do you find votes?
5: And here's the thing. Everybody who is watching this is saying the same thing. You look at states like Texas, one of the largest states in the nation. You look at Florida, which has an influx of people, and the populace has grown overwhelmingly in the past two years. And they did it. And you know why they did it? Because they didn't have ballot harvesting. They didn't have mail-in votes. They had people show up on election day and cast their ballot and when there was a problem they had an election an election official official come over look at the machine handle the business get it done and then the vote was counted there was nothing weird or problematic there weren't toner problems printer problems ballot supply issues submission I, I, issues
0: I, You're giving me a headache. Do you know how angry I'm now getting about all this? You know, Marco Rubio said it best. How is it Florida can count 7.5 million votes in five hours? And here they've got 625,000 votes. Uh, now yesterday we were only at 412,000 and maybe a few stragglers out in some of the rural counties in Arizona. And then they counted a hundred and a uh, hundred thousand plus last night. Those results got dumped in and yet we have this morning, 625,000. Now, you, you don't need to be an MIT uh, graduate or a Harvard Business School graduate to be able to give the how many votes are outstanding. Now, it turned out that initially, you know, we had this idea that, wow, this this may be insane, uh, the number of votes that they may have found. Anyway, we think we have the numbers straightened out. In, as it relates to Nevada uh the good news is according to all the experts and anal- analysis and people that I've talked to on the ground there they have told me mathematically that, it, that for Masto they think it's almost it is mathematically impossible uh for her to come back and and pick up enough votes to win uh based on the fact that these are same day votes and and like every other state Nevada is the same. As Arizona is the same as every other state, Republicans tend to vote day of and Democrats vote early. So um, uh, I, but with, with this system, how can I confidently tell this audience that, oh, it's looking good for Adam Laxalt. He has a lead. But, oh, uh, the vote numbers, uh, uh, outstanding vote numbers keep changing every five minutes.